This is Bimbo Book Club. With Holly and Harley. Okay. Uh, So the episode this week, uh, we, like we said in our season break intro, just doing fun things. So we're having a little play with Would You Rather book edition. And I think we both had the same website. So I'll pick another one. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Would you rather only be allowed to read new releases or only be allowed to read classics? That's hard. Yeah. I think new releases. Yeah? Yeah. I do love a classic, but opting for new releases gives you more options. Yeah, I agree. So I think that, yeah, I'd go. Yeah, new releases out of sheer, that then gives me a little bit more options to work with. But I would be very sad. I'd be angling for everybody to rewrite the classic so that right. they count as a new release. That's what I was going to say is because you can have, yeah, like reworks of classics. Yeah. So you can't re- reread the Odyssey, but you can read Madeline Miller. Absolutely. Here is our new take on Dracula. Sorry, I haven't read the original, but this is a banger. Yeah. Uh, okay. Your turn. Would you rather drop your favourite book into the toilet or watch it fall into a wood chipper? Oh, jeez. I think my current favourite book is currently on an audio book. So I don't want to drop my phone in a wood chipper, but I could put in some rice if I dropped it in the toilet. See, I'd go the other way because I'm like, you can buy a new book. It was a physical book, yeah. There's nothing in the rules that says that you can't buy a new book according to the way that this question is structured. Yeah, true. I'm great on a technicality. Uh, (laughs) But... There's nothing in the book that says that, sorry, in the rules that says that you can't get a new copy. So if it fell into a wood chipper, it would be like, well, that's disappointing, but I can just go buy a new one. If it falls into the toilet, I don't have anybody I can be like, hey, babe, can you come deal with the pile of wet paper that is currently <laughs> blocking my toilet? So I'm the person that would have to deal with that, and I don't want to. And so this one's an easy one for me, wood chipper. <laughs> All right, would you rather not be able to buy any new books until you've finished all the ones you already own or never be allowed to read any of the books you currently own? Uh, Force me to finish them before I can get new ones. Absolutely. Like, one, it means that I would actually read the things that I buy fully. And two, it makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I'd probably be the same. Although I do get distracted by shiny new things I get distracted all the time. All the time but the only thing that you would want to read, if somebody said you are forbidden from reading the books that you own, the only thing you'd want to read is the books that books you own. That, yeah, absolutely. You're like, but what about the one that I just bought that I haven't had a chance to read yet? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather read only one book a year but remember everything or read 100 books a year but remember nothing? Oh, 100 books. Yeah, absolutely. That was my, like, token easy one for absolutely, us. Absolutely, <laughs> because I just get to reread everything. Although you wouldn't remember if it was shit or not and then you'd have to reread it and it would just be shit again. Mm. But think of all the books that you're like, man, I wish I could read that for the first time again. Yeah, there are so many books I wish I could rediscover. Mm. Yeah. Yeah like the hardest questions that's so easy right your turn okay would you rather live in your favorite book but the main character hates you or your favorite book character is real but they're just like super annoying so you're in the universe 
but like I guess you're like the villain or the enemy. Or see that's the first problem. What's my favorite book? And then who's my favorite character? Because so say if I said something like the Black Jewels trilogy, which I'm partly saying because I just reread them, but also I've been reading those books since I was a teenager, so it's a valid-ish answer to favorite book, favorite character because I love a lot of them in different ways. Like it probably would end up being surreal, and I would be sad if she hated me. But then the whole universe. Yeah. What was the other side of the question? Or have your favourite book character in your current life, but they're just fucking annoying? Well, Surreal is a, like a, in the book whore, but like she's an escort and an assassin. So I feel like she'd fit into your life as is. As an annoying, they're like, listen, do what you're going to do. Not my business. But Jesus Christ. (laughs) I actually know a few of them. I don't know any assassins, to be clear. Wink, wink. That we can talk about online. Uh, if I know any assassins, I'm not in on the secret. <laughs> but I know a lot of sex workers and they are, like all humans, a mix. Oh. So there's some really, really, really cool ones and there's some that are uh, moving on. What about you? I don't know. I, I think I have the same issue because, I mean, okay, if we're going to say my favourite book is, at the moment, it's probably The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Mm-hmm. And my favourite character. She won't remember that she hates you. No. Oh, Luke. Yeah. So, I mean, Luke already, like, on some level hates Addie. So can I live Addie's life? You're like, it depends. Is hate fucking allowed? Is the hate fucking allowed? Because if hate fucking is allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Then absolutely drop me in, baby. I'll be 300 years old and have all the experiences for the rest of forever. So basically, Holly is down for experiences, including and not limited to hate fucking. But also, like, I think if Luke was real, I feel like he'd be pretty annoying anyway. You're like, how did I end up with both of these answers? I'm stuck in the universe. He hates me and he's annoying. What the hell? Um, All right. This is the classic one. Would you rather read only the first page of a book or only read the last page of a book? Oh, neither. Um, Oh, God. Yeah, I feel like at that point, just take up movies. Maybe the last page. Because I feel like books need to have a really, really strong first page to really hook you. And that used to definitely be true with, like, the classics and the older books and all of those. But, like, recently with, like, modern marketing techniques and how easy it is to access, you know, summaries and whatnot and have the books recommended to you that that hook isn't quite there as much as it used to be so I feel like the first page of a lot of books are a bit like but I think you would never get the first page of Rebecca that is how beautiful but like see that's a classic I I guess no it is classic is a classic yeah it's a classic so it's a classic gothic romance it's the official category I guess if we tie it into the earlier question that I'm only reading classics and I'm only reading the fast page of them. Yeah, I don't know what I would say for that because I kind of feel like both suck. Like, just don't give me books then. That's what that feels like to me. Yeah, unless it's like, you know, your year 10 math book, then the last page because that's when the answers are. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, yeah, if it's textbooks, it's a bit different. Mm. Okay, so this one's going to be a little bit triggering for you and I apologise now. Would you rather a series you love stops getting published after a major cliffhanger 
or an author you love starts writing in a genre you don't like? <laughs> she is targeting me with this one. I get you the warning. It's a personal attack. And the second one, because I'm already living in a universe where the first one fucking happens, Isabel Carmody. And I don't enjoy it. And I would like the other would you rather. Whichever part of me played this would you rather in a past life, you made the wrong choice. <laughs> wrong choice. <laughs> so you're going to pick your favourite author and they're going to start writing like, I don't know, splatterpunk or something. But that's the thing is authors change genre all the time and it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. Uh, I can get on board for different genres. Also, I don't have to necessarily love every single thing an author publishes. That's not a big deal. But I would like a fucking ending. <laughs> Never. I think I know the answer to this. Okay. Would you rather read a book with a cliffhanger ending or read a book with a heartbreaking ending? Oh, heartbreak. Give me a heartbreak any day. I want to be sobbing. I want to be sobbing in my bath with a Kindle and a candle. That's what I want. Yeah. Heartbreak, please. For me, it depends because I would generally, I think, say a cliffhanger ending because I read a lot of series. So I don't necessarily mind when you like close a book and you're like, ah, where's the next one? But if it's like the end of a series or it's a standalone book, can't just leave me on a cliffhanger, Isabel Carmody. (laughs) I can do a callback. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I think. I think generally cliffhanger, but like I said, the uh, the caveat there is that it's a series and that you can give me another book eventually, <laughs> preferably within my lifetime. Well, here's another one that I think is perfectly targeted to you. Would you rather build Bell's library in your home, as in like, yeah, Beauty and the Beast Bell? Or, as in, like, I grew up on Disney. Yeah, like, I just for anybody at home, you know, yeah. Or restore the Library of Alexandria. Oh, easy. Library of Alexandria. But Bell's Library? All the knowledge of the ancient world. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm the same. <laughs> it's not even a question. Um, I would love Bell's Library in my home, but if it was a choice between that or the life of Alexandria, 100%. All the knowledge of the ancient world. Sign me up. I couldn't read a single book from there, but I'll fucking learn ancient Greek out of Shia. Oh, my God, I just rebuilt the library. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if I was also the person who managed to restore the library, I could find a scholar or two who's like, I'll teach you ancient Aramaic. I'll teach you ancient Greek. It's all good. We'll sort it out hmm. in exchange for eternal access. So what's our bedtime story for tonight? <laughs> because I want these scholars to be reading to me in ancient greek in english translate it please right i like being read too see i actually already would really like to learn an ancient language like i'd really like to learn aramaic specifically but uh there's so many documents that are still not fully translated yeah i've seen a few things recently about documents that were translated by men that just kind of glossed over any mention of women and then when they've been retranslated by women who have more of a knowledge of like the intricacies and connotations of particular words and how they relate to women and women's experiences, the whole document changes its meaning. Well, even with little things like, so with the myth of Moses parting the Red Sea, the actual translation is the Reed Sea, not the Red Sea, which changes a whole bunch of context. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not to, like, I think there's so many fascinating things about one, there's so many documents that haven't been translated at all. And two, I mean, something that I think we saw that was really effectively described in uh, Babel was the way that translating isn't just about a word-for-word substitution. It's about how do you honour the meaning of the original text. Mm. And I think that's something that, you know, the reality is that we all have our personal filters. There's been some very deliberate filters put in place around erasing things that don't line up with the current church teachings or the current, you know, systems of power in place or whatever. So there is a lot of stuff where if you're just reading a translation, you are potentially missing quite a lot of depth, depending on the quality of the translator. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, that was a very long way of saying Bell's Library can fuck right off if that's my other option. Never thought I'd say that, but here we are. (laughs) I feel like this is a targeted one for you. Okay. In a funny sense. Would you rather loan a book to a friend who's known to ruin books or drop a book in a pit of snakes? Brood. No, I meant the snake part. That was the targeted bit. Oh, I thought you were talking about my mother. Oh. <laughs> I loan my mum. I love you, mum. I loan my mum my books and I don't understand how they get so destroyed when she only just like sits in bed and reads them or sits on the couch and reads them. I don't understand how they come back so battered like they've been to war i'm rough on a lot of my books and i've got a lot of books that are i've had from childhood and i pretty much always had a book in my hand so not so much these days i tend to like my books tend to stay in pretty good condition because i read a lot on kindle and think i mean my kindle has a chip in the side so (laughs) i'm rough on books because i have them with me all the time so like my kindle's always in my handbag my you know and prior to having a device like that available to me it always had a book usually two you know i'd have it out while i'm eating i'd have it out while i'm doing stuff so it's like you know it's that thing of sometimes you're going to drop it in the bath sometimes you're going to do that like you know Mm -hmm. drop it in a wood chipper I mean, I can't say that particular. Um, but no, I was like, I felt like you would be like, oh, snake. I now have my book and an army of snakes. I mean, that is definitely an option, but I think I would probably just loan the book to a friend because then they at least get to experience the magic of the book and then you can talk about it. And I really feel like that sums both our characters up. You're like, I get to share an experience with a friend and I'm like, oh, army of snakes. Yes. <laughs> I'll still take the army of snakes. Too late, I claimed them. Okay, you can have them. I'll just read all the books then. Let's be honest, if one of us is going to end up a supervillain, it's me. Yeah. Okay, I think this is our last one. Okay, so would you rather be in charge of deciding how your favourite series ends or how your favourite author's next book starts? And let's exclude Isabel Carmody from this equation. (laughs) I swear we're going to go misery on that woman. I think starts because I like discovering the endings. One of the reasons why I am a reader as opposed to, like, I mean, I'd like to retrain my writing muscle, but one of the reasons why I am a reader is because I like following the story. So, yeah. Sorry. Don't make that face and then not read it out loud. Would you rather bring only one book on a 12-hour flight or bring an e-reader with only 10% left on a four-hour flight? Now, you see why, what why like? Um, i probably go... One book on a 12-hour flight because I read slowly. I'm going to say e-reader because I'm sure I can convince someone on the plane to give me a charger. Doesn't say anything about having a charger. 
Yeah, I mean, I always have one with me, but in a scenario where I'm assuming that this then means that I don't have a charger with me, I'm real charming. But also, I think 10% of a Kindle would last most of a four-hour. You'd, you'd get a good few hours out of it at least because Kindles are pretty good. And again, I'm pretty persuasive. Although I don't think we're allowed to be analysing the questions like this. Although we make the rules, so whatever. Yeah, um, you know how well I work when people tell me what to do. And like I said, I'm good with a loophole. You are good. <laughs> That's why I don't trust teenies. I'm just going to leave that with no context. And on that note... Good night for now. <laughs> Don't trust Jeannie. Goodbye. I don't. I know you don't. And if I ever found one, I'd be asking you to help me. Ignoring it is not an option. We're doing the questions. We're doing the wishes. It's your life.